This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. We were talking about housing earlier uh, in the show. We had Dylan Kruger on, uh, city councilor from Delta. Of course, the housing minister joined us at uh, 3.45 today to talk a little bit about his latest announcement. And that, of course, is that BC has introduced legislation that will allow condo towers of up to 20 stories near SkyTrain stations, up to 12 stories near Metro Vancouver bus exchanges, and up to 10 stories in Victoria and Kelowna. I would love to know how the people in Victoria feel, especially the uh, long-term residents. But uh, there you go, ten stories, uh, up to 10 stories in Victoria and Kelowna. Uh, municipalities can choose to go higher, of course. Now, these transit-oriented development areas are within have to be within 800 metres of a SkyTrain station and 400 metres of a bus exchange. Um, and we're also told that developers will still have to put in parking for those with disability and businesses, but uh, these transit developments will have no parking minimums at, uh, and be determined project by project uh, as well. That all, of course, happened just before 3 o'clock today. Well, joining me now uh, to talk about uh, this latest announcement, but also yesterday's announcement when the minister said that um, the, the provincial government is introducing legislation uh, that will uh, pre-zone land as well. We're joined now by Eric Woodward, Township of Langley Mayor. Uh, Mr. Woodward, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks you for for having me on again. Quite the quite the week. It, it is. It is. Uh, you know, and I was thinking, uh, as as those of us in the media business here, we're taking it all in. But I, I think of you at the city hall level, where you have the repercussions are significant, not just at a, a council and mayor level, but at the public servant level in regards to just how you look at projects and how fundamentally this potentially can change how you developed your your community. So let's just start off with today's announcement in regards to density. City yeah. around SkyTrain stations and, and bus zones. What do you think of it so far? I mean, this one kind of, you know, on the surface, you know, kind of makes sense. If you have a SkyTrain investment or you have a significant uh, bus service exchange, that, of course, we want to see housing, transit-oriented development located around, around this infrastructure. But, again, here we are with the one-size-fits-all uh, planning approach from Victoria where, you know, we have one bus exchange here. And uh, to re- to require density around that bus exchange in in an area like again Walnut Grove or other areas without par- parking requirements uh, for the township of Langley is simply absurd. And because residents are still very car dependent. I mean, it's a balanced neighborhood here. I mean, we do not have the walkability options of a Vancouver. We're still progressing to that level of development and walkability and urban design here. It's a long-term process. Vancouver didn't get there overnight, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get there overnight. And to, to come in like we're Vancouver again because they can't get their act together on housing, to come out to the township of Langley and require that uh, with no parking requirements because there happens to be a bus that goes to one location, again, it's absurd. Hmm. Uh, yesterday, uh, I spoke to the minister as I did today. And one of the things I talked to him about yesterday was, you know, we, we, the negotiations that go on between a developer and a city in regards to development cost charges, in regards to the amenities for a community. Now, the minister talked about um, some of these things dragging on for a very long time, which of course stifles more supply, things getting built quickly. Let's listen to the minister right now in regards to his comments 
on the issue of development cost charges. Let's take a listen. Well, one of the biggest frustrations that I hear from uh, you know home builders uh, throughout British Columbia is the fact that uh, there's never cost certainty. Sometimes they start with a project, they know what the DCC costs are up front, and then as they go through rezoning, uh, often what happens, and most people perhaps don't know, is that uh, a negotiation happens where the local government officials say to the builder, home builder, hey, we need you to do this, we need you to pay this cost. And so imagine going forward with a project, never really knowing what your cost is going to be uh, and, and that uncertainty that comes with it and the delay that comes with that negotiation. Sometimes it could be a year or longer. Uh, I'm going to leave it there. Your thoughts, because you're yeah. <laughs> much more experienced than this. So what do you think about that yeah. comment? Uh, I think, you know, again, it's, it's back to this. Um, there's a lot of variety in how different municipalities with different development and uh, greenfield versus infill, you know, process development applications. We, we can process a development application very quickly. We have set community amenity contribution and development cost charges rates that are well known and well in advance. And we require the right for a rezoning process to get road dedications, greenway dedications, school and park sites as part of that process. And from what we've read in the legislation so far, uh, we're not we're going to we're going to not even sure if we can comply with it because we have no way to pre-zone land to the degree they're going to require of us um, without the ability to 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 get road dedications and sidewalks and, and greenways. And again, just shows, I think, that, uh, you know, we're starting to see that perhaps we have a ministry of housing that doesn't really understand how housing is created. Um, do you think this legislation is actually built for the city of Vancouver, Delta, Richmond, Burnaby, to a certain degree, where they don't have a lot of free land left anymore? A little bit, probably, but they don't have that free land where they can really decide what they want to do moving forward. Let's say, like a Surrey, like the township of Langley. I think you said you had 2,000 acres that still hasn't been developed or something like that uh, yesterday. Uh, That's right. So, do you yeah. think this, 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 the stuff that they, all the stuff they've introduced today, it's like a fire hose of legislation this week. Um, it, it's almost geared towards an urban core, not necessarily the suburbs or exurbs. Sometimes they refer to the outer suburbs where you do have yeah. land and you want to shape a community and it takes time to do so. And that's correct. And that's why we've, you know, we've been highlighting that one of the options that could be considered is to focus on housing targets and a range of housing types that the municipalities would need to deliver. And we would be able to deliver those in brand new neighborhoods without going into certain established areas and, and eliminating parking requirements. Uh, we would be able to deliver townhouses and row homes and secondary suites. The minister mentioned, you know, that people are looking to find and can't find. And we're producing those units um, in affordable ways out here in the township. And to have this legislation in place, uh, it's actually going to have significant ramifications for us where a number of neighborhood plans that are underway and ready to go may have to be completely redone now, delaying the creation of new housing for, for a long time. Uh, where do you, you say it's delayed, it's going to delay potential projects. Uh, in regards yep. to moving forward here, would, would you want a meeting with the minister? Do you think he needs to sit down with some of you, uh, some of the uh, some of the mayors and councils that, uh, as I say, have land, but want to have more of a say in regards to how it gets developed? I and mean, when you want to sit down with him? Well, I've requested a meeting and, um, you know, we're, we're, our council is now uh, going to be reviewing the implications of the legislation at the next meeting and, 
you know, we're going to try to communicate some of council's collective concerns uh, and staff are still reviewing the legislation. I mean, I've, I've read it and gone over it. And, you know, a lot of it is exactly what you've said. It applies to areas like Vancouver with significant transit investment that haven't produced the housing. And here we are in the township of Langley growing the fastest growing in the region by percentage of population with huge greenfield opportunity. And we're getting it done. And, you know, we can get an approval in less than a year and a project can get underway. And here we are with all of these uh, draconian measures being brought in that really just don't apply here. Yeah. I mean, you've got to remind yourself of Vancouver. you got an expo line uh, that opened at Expo 86, or maybe just a little bit before Expo 86, and you still have neighbourhoods in Vancouver around SkyTrain stations that have single-family homes. It is kind of kind yeah. of shocking in regards to, you know, you look over at Burnaby with Metrotown and, and uh, Brentwood and Lougheed and, and other areas, it is shocking that they still have single-family home neighbourhoods surrounding SkyTrain stations. It is. It is. It is. And we look at that, and you know, we'll, we'll admit that we're frustrated by that. We don't. We don't get the level of transit infrastructure investment here that other parts of the region have have really seen the investments go there, and they haven't followed through with housing. So I, I, I have some sympathy for the minister's desire to to break the logjam around that, mm-hmm. and to tell Vancouver and perhaps others to get their act together. But the Township of Langley, we are building the housing and we're doing it with new greenfield, uh, developable land inside the urban containment boundary. We're doing it in a transit-oriented way. And uh, some of these rules, uh, we're not sure how we're going to comply with pre-zoning a 20-year housing supply, which was in yesterday's uh, legislation. We don't know how we can comply with that with the process required for road dedications or something as simple as that. How do we get a road with development if we pre-zone the land? And so we're not sure we can even comply with the legislation, which may lead us to have to consider other options. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for your time. Always appreciate your thoughts, uh, and it keeps a lot of us in the city honest as well. Love to yeah. always uh, catch up with you and the good folks over there at Langley Township. No, and I always, so appreciate, always appreciate the balanced view. I listened to Councillor Kruger's interview and and I, I you know some of what he says makes sense and i sympathize with the minister's desire to get housing built and we're here to help him to achieve that and uh, we we think a more balanced nuanced approach is what's required all right thank you so much for your time okay thank you